You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to meeting with you in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast. Each week, we will share bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you, your family, or a caregiver, giving advice and veteran experience on topics that are most important to you. Maybe it's listening in your car, while cooking, or relaxing on your porch, keeping you moving toward your health goals in between our individual meetings and group classes. But hey, feel free to play these episodes for your family and friends as well. We would love to be a part of the conversation. Let's dive in. Our Fresh Focus podcast dietitians wanted to remind you that our VA counselors and providers are available for virtual appointments. If you are a veteran in crisis or you're concerned about one, free, confidential support is available 24-7. Call the Veterans Crisis Line at 1-800-273-8255 and press 1 or send a text message to 838 838- You are joining us on episode five of our six-part series on the Healthy Plate Method. In this episode, Tori takes a fresh focus on the quarter of your plate, which includes protein. Let's take a listen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Focus podcast, a podcast where we give you bite-sized food and nutrition tips to chew on in between office visits. I'm Tori, one of your Marion VA Healthcare System Dietitian Nutritionists. I want to start off the podcast by recognizing the empty chair. Here within the Marion VA Healthcare System, we always start every meeting acknowledging an empty chair in the room to remind us each and every day that we not only serve veterans that walk through our doors, but the ones that are no longer here to speak their voice. Today, we are going to take a closer look at a macronutrient that is considered the building block of life and is found in every cell of our bodies. Any guesses what it is? I'm going to assume that you all guessed right. We are going to discuss protein in today's podcast. Protein has been a pretty hot topic for a while, but people tend to have varying opinions on its importance and how much is needed to support a healthy diet. My goal today is to help you understand what protein is, why it's so important, the best sources of protein, and how much you should be aiming to get in your diet. So what is protein? To put it simply, protein is an organic molecule made up of amino acids. There are two types of proteins, complete and incomplete proteins. Complete proteins contain all nine essential amino acids. Essential amino acids are considered essential because your body can't make them on its own. Therefore, you must obtain them through your diet. These are going to be mostly animal-based proteins such as fish, poultry, meat, dairy products, and eggs. Incomplete proteins are missing one or more essential amino acids. These will typically be your plant-based proteins, grains, beans, certain nuts, and tofu. You must combine these with other protein sources to make them complete. For example, combining beans and rice would make a complete protein. Protein has many important functions in our bodies. It helps with muscle tissue repair, growth, and maintenance. Protein also prevents muscle loss. It helps keep your blood sugars balanced, and protein and amino acids are essential for the formation of hormones, enzymes, neurotransmitters, antibodies, 
transport proteins, nucleic acids, so DNA and RNA, and structural proteins, which are found in hair, nails, and connective tissue. There are many benefits of protein in the diet, and I'd like to touch on a few major ones. Protein plays a huge role in weight management. It does this in a variety of ways. Protein helps reduce appetite and carb cravings. Protein also requires the most calories to digest. Your body burns 20 to 35% of protein's calories in the digestion and absorption of it, but only burns 5 to 15% of calories when digesting carbs and fats. Protein also fills you up faster and keeps you full for a longer period of time. Furthermore, since protein helps preserve lean body mass, it can help to make sure that the weight that you lose is mostly fat. Because, let's be honest, I want to lose weight means I want to lose fat, not muscle. That is correct. While protein has clear benefits, there are certain sources of protein that are better for you than others. I want to touch on some of the better and not-so-healthy sources of protein. I'm going to start with some examples of animal-based protein. Some popular sources would be meat, poultry, and eggs. Three ounces of meat, such as chicken, steak, turkey, pork, and wild game, have between 22 to 30 grams of protein per serving, and one egg has 6 grams of protein. When you look at seafood, most seafood has between 15 to 20 grams of protein per 3-ounce serving. And then, of course, we have dairy products. So 6 ounces of Greek yogurt has around 18 grams of protein. 4 ounces of cottage cheese has 14 grams of protein. Cheese has 6 to 7 grams per 1-ounce serving. And milk has about 8 grams of protein per cup. Now on to some common plant-based sources of protein. These would be foods like legumes, grains, and vegetables. Beans have between 6 to 11 grams of protein per half cup serving. Spinach and peas have 3 to 4 grams per half cup serving. And rice has about 5 grams per half cup serving. Nuts and seeds are another great plant-based source of protein, and they have between 5 to 10 grams per 1 ounce serving. You also want to keep in mind that many of these foods are eaten in larger portions than the one serving that I am referring to. Oftentimes when you're consuming chicken or beans, you're eating more than that single serving size and therefore getting more than the amount of protein that I just mentioned. Some of the less healthy sources of protein include things like processed meats, which would be foods such as hot dogs, sausages, salami, and cured meats. Another protein source you could actually want to limit would be fried foods, which would be things like fried chicken and fried fish. Additionally, highly processed and sugary protein-enriched foods can be a little dangerous. A quality protein bar can be a decent option, for sure, but most protein bars are basically candy bars with extra protein just added in. High-sugar yogurts are another thing to be cautious of. Many of them have 20 or more grams of sugar, But once again, there are great options out there. You just want to make sure that you're looking for a high-protein and lower-sugar one. So, how much protein do you need? This will depend on several factors. Your age, activity level, goals, and underlying health conditions. There is a difference between getting enough protein to survive and getting enough protein to live optimally. And it is a common myth that that protein will damage your kidneys. Unless you have pre-existing renal issues or are constantly dehydrated, you should be fine. 
If you're unsure, however, just consult your dietitian. We're happy to help you figure it out. Meeting your optimal protein requirement is necessary for good immune function, a healthy metabolism, satiety, weight management, and performance. We all want those things, right? So I'm here to help you figure out how to get there. Here are some general recommendations. If you are sedentary or minimally active, you want to get at least 1.2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight. If you are active, however, that need increases. So then you would want between 1.2 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight as a general recommendation. Likely an optimal range would be 1.8 grams per kilogram, right in the middle. For individuals who are training heavy for events such as weight sports or bodybuilding, protein intake may go up as high as 3 grams per kilogram. However, research of intakes this high is very limited, so I wouldn't normally recommend that to my patients. Hopefully you aren't too confused with all of those numbers. Sometimes using kilograms can throw people off. To simplify things a little further, a good rule of thumb is to get at least half of your body weight in pounds and grams of protein. For instance, if you weigh 200 pounds, a good protein goal would be at least 100 grams of protein per day. A simple way to make sure you're getting an adequate amount of protein in your diet is by making sure you're including a good source of protein, which would be at least 25 to 30 grams, in each of your meals. When relating this to the healthy plate method of eating, you want to fill one quarter or one fourth of your plate with quality protein. That sounds easy enough, right? So now let's put this all together. If we take the example from earlier, we determined that a 200 pound person needs around 100 grams of protein per day. So what would that look like in a day of eating? An example of a good breakfast would be two eggs and a veggie omelet giving you 12 grams, six ounces of Greek yogurt giving you 18 more, and one piece of toast with one tablespoon of peanut butter, adding an additional five. That would be a total of 35 grams of protein for breakfast. For lunch, we can do three ounces of fish, which is 15 grams, and two cups of a three bean salad, another 15 grams, for a total of 30 grams for lunch. For supper, we'll do five ounces of a meat of your choice, which would be around 40 grams of protein, a salad, and a baked potato. That's a total of 40 grams for our supper meal. And then for snacks throughout the day, we can look at a one ounce serving of nuts for six grams and a piece of string cheese for seven grams with a snack total of 13 grams of protein. Adding all of the meals and snacks together would give you a daily total of 118 grams. You can see here that it doesn't take a crazy amount of food to meet those protein goals. It can actually be pretty simple as long as you're aware of your choices and making mindful decisions when planning your meals. So I hope you feel like you have a better understanding of protein after listening to this episode. If you have more specific questions or would like more individualized recommendations, please contact your local VA dietitian and we would be more than happy to help you. Have a great day and thanks for listening. Did you know the Marion VA healthcare system is providing video appointments? I'm Beth, a VA dietitian nutritionist at the Evansville Healthcare Center. VA Video Connect now makes it even more convenient for our veterans and family members to meet with a dietitian. You can easily meet through a secure and private video conference session with a registered dietitian nutritionist from anywhere using your camera on your phone, computer, or tablet. 
VA Video Connect operates as a web-based app. It does not require any additional app download. You will need to provide them with a valid email address, then on the date and time that is the most convenient for you, you will receive a link to click to connect with your local dietitian nutritionist. Yes, it is that easy. Veterans have said they love the video appointments to be able to follow up with a dietitian right after work or during their lunch break when they did not have time to travel to the clinic. One of my veterans lives about an hour from the clinic and now has one-on-one dietitian support in her weight management journey from the comfort of her home. Please contact the dietitian in your clinic for more information. We would be honored to work with you.